Welcome to Jabberwocky Audio Theater. The following audio theater is rated ADG for general audiences. In the distant reaches of space, a lone ship plunges deep into the unknown. Her crew? Reg McCorum, ship's captain. Granier Kachowa, pilot. Shen Enling, ship's doctor. Drummer, engineer. Aiden Vosky, mechanic. On a mission to rescue royal diplomats, the crew journeys to a distant moon. Will they arrive in time? Jabberwocky Audio Theater presents Rogue Tiger. Tonight's episode, Lost and Found, Part 3. I'm glad you weren't forced to destroy the robot, Captain. But I still wonder if we really understand the mission, even now. In what way, Grania? Is there something wrong with the coordinates? No, I have the moon he specified in some older charts. The Batoon system is as good a hiding place as any, if you're going to be out this far from the core. <laughs> you're trying to retrace what their ship's path must have been. Haven't you? 651 won't volunteer any course data, so I've been trying to learn more about the VIP diplomats we're supposed to rescue. I figured if I could find out who they were, you might tell me where they might have gone. Well, if they're out this far, they could be looking to get some of the frontier worlds to ally themselves, but it's more likely they're seeking a union with House Intembu. Because House Intembu already holds the frontier worlds in its sway. Still, why would the Xenocrity cartel care what the great houses are up to? Captain, I've checked all our hand weapons, and they're cleaned and charged. Thank you, Mr. Vosky. I suppose we should make you assistant armorer of the tiger as well. If that means I'm not blaster bait, then I'm all for it. Fair enough. Hey, Grania, are we still in the nebula? I would have thought we'd have jumped out by now. Impatient today, Aiden? The captain feels that since the Xenocrity cartel, specifically our friends in the Silver Star, may have tried to follow us, it would be best to add a few jumps within the nebula before exiting. Oh. Yeah. Personally, I also haven't felt quite right since leaving the Rusan system. There's no sign of the star, but I still have a feeling. I've come to rely on Grania's feelings. I don't doubt it. I didn't mean to be a backseat pilot, Grania. We'll just have to schedule a time for you to practice piloting again, Aiden. Ready to jump out of the nebula on course for Batoon. I'm amazed the Sahaya shuttle made it this far. They spent enough monets to make the shuttle jump capable. What's a few thousand monets more for range? So, any feelings about the mission? Who do you think we're rescuing? We were just talking about that. And? And you know about as much as we do. Oh, come on. You have to know more. Like I was telling Tormar, I got provincial history at home. House Kalmar, Malda, no real interstellar relations stuff. You want that, you should talk to Enling. Speaking of our dear doctor, where is she? She's still looking over the sickbay. What for? She said she wasn't convinced that Bullock's thing you used on 651 didn't damage some of the diagnostics in the medbed. You should ask her about the CTs to distract her. But you've had to deal with House Clark Timurin before, right? I tried not to in my former life. Xenocrity went into CT territory? Xenocrity territory was CT territory. It still is. I'm surprised 651 doesn't have a file on you. He might at that. Engineer Tormar, I'd note that the skimmer has seen combat. You are correct, 651. However, 
It can still fly. But there is no environmental protection. Is the moon's environment hostile? No, I was assessing the possibility of launching the skimmer from orbit. That will not be possible without modification. It is an open-topped model, as you can see. You may have the parts necessary to fabricate the modifications, but it will take time. We should arrive in the Batoon system shortly. I regret we cannot make the modifications in time. I regret having to restrain you earlier. You were following the orders of your captain. Still, we are greatly in your debt. I would not have acted so if I did not owe the captain more. I expected as much. The Kutherians are an honorable race. And the captain is an honorable man. You must understand this. I would not sail with him otherwise. I understand. The debt is greater than your life alone. It includes your family. You understand. Well, that makes two people who understand. You want to tell me why I'm down here? Ah, uh, Doctor. 651 requested you. Indeed, Dr. Shen. I'm informed you are the main pilot of this skimmer. I doubt Tormar would make that admission. I have let the facts speak for themselves, Doctor. We may need this vehicle to effect the rescue. I had hoped you would inform me of any variables in its performance. The steering column's a little loose, and it can shift to the right if you don't watch it. But are you sure you want me to touch it? Tormar probably told you of how I dinged it up last time. I have let the facts speak for themselves. Fine. Well, I hope you wanted me to come along mainly in a medical capacity, 651. Even our engineer here will back me on that one. Indeed. There is a high probability we will need your medical services. Do our vaunted diplomats have any ailments or allergies I should be aware of? One is allergic to spectrazine. Hmm. Well, I have other antibiotics if we need them. Handling, we're about to come up on our destination. I need you and our robot guide up here to figure out landfall. I understand why you need 651, but why do you need me? We've picked up some unusual life readings. And you're the closest we've got to a xenobiologist. I'm flattered and intrigued. We'll be right there. Captain, Dr. Shen was to aid me in preparing the skimmer. I'll send Aiden down. Will that work? Mechanic Vosky should be sufficient. He says sufficient, 651, but really he's quite relieved. As long as we are prepared for the rescue. Prepared? If you wanted us to be prepared, you'd have told us about this moon and its mysterious life forms. Captain, as I explained to the doctor on the way up here, the survey of this moon did not show any fauna. But what he's not explaining is that the survey is decades old. Organisms this size could not have evolved this quickly. There is also no reason animals would be transplanted to this moon. These probabilities were determined within Five Sigma. Yet, the mysterious beasties are here. This should be of secondary importance. Have you made contact with the Sahaya's shuttle? No. We have tried, with both the frequency you provided and the usual emergency bands. I trust you to be thorough, Granyakachoa. This is unexpected. That's two unexpected things in short order. Well, while we're on the topic of unexpected, we're not scanning any humans or other known sentience down there. That is to be expected. The diplomatic party are shielded, as I am. The people have personal shields? What kind of budget does your diplomatic corps have? The secrecy of this mission is paramount. Evidently. Enling, you've seen what we've scanned on our last few orbits. What can you tell us? Not enough to make conclusions, Captain. About half the size of an average human and... See here? 
It looks like they always move in these small groups. But that's all I have. They could be like slow-witted drundles from Shinwei Prime, or they could be some sort of predator. That's what I'm worried about. I appreciate your thoroughness, Captain. However, our primary concern should be rescuing our diplomats. Even without a signal, you should have scanned their shuttle by now. We have, just on this last orbit. That's my concern, 651. We have a ship, no signal, no people, and a lot of Endling's mysterious beasts nearby. been listening to Jabberwocky Audio Theater. Tonight's production, Rogue Tiger, Episode 18, Lost and Found, Part 3 of 5. Produced by Jabberwocky Audio Theater in association with Arlington Independent Media, WERALP 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. Featured in the cast were Aaron Goldstein as Grania Kachoa, Brooks Tegler as Captain Reg McCorum, Nick DePinto as Aidan Vosky, William R. Coughlin as Tacker Marathon 651, Phil Amico as Tormar, and Yasmin Twizon as Dr. Shen Enling. Recorded at Big Ben Studios by Matt Bostaff. Music composed by John Maestri and arranged by Jason Chimola. Supplemental recording at Tohubahu Productions in Burke, Virginia. Dialogue editing by Maurice Malda. Sound effects editing, mastering, and final mixing by William R. Coughlin. Tonight's episode was written and directed by Bjorn Munson. This recording is the property of Team Jabberwocky, LLC, and may not be rebroadcast, retransmitted, or redistributed without express permission from Team J. The underlying content, including the script, story, and characters, remain the exclusive property of their owners and are used with permission. For all the latest episodes and information on Jabberwocky Audio Theater, visit jabberaudio.com. If you're enjoying Rogue Tiger and the other yarns we spin at Jabberwocky Audio Theater, be sure to subscribe and share, and please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash teamjabberwocky for exclusive content and to help us continue to bring you further tales of high adventure and mysterious suspense. Until next time, this is William R. Coughlin saying thanks for listening, and tune in next week for more Rogue Tiger. Hast thou slain the Jabberwock? 